Hi everyone, welcome to Conspiracy Crimes and Cannabis. I'm your host Chris, and this is my co-host, my wife Jessica. Hi. And today, guys, um, now the last few episodes we've been we've been excited that this week was supposed to be Annalise Mikkel. And um, it actually was going to be, me and Jessica last night recorded an entire first part to Annalise McKell. It was a really good episode. I have the entire audio file ready, but both of our microphones ended up making a static noise. It's because I had the wrong input on my Ableton. Way to go. I We did not do a test last night. We were just trying to get in and get out because it was so freezing cold in our studio. So we did not do a test, and I go to edit it today. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday. We normally record on Monday, so I could edit on Tuesday. I went to go edit today, and it just sounds like it has the Snapchat robot filter on it. That's horrible. It's really bad. So since we already recorded an entire episode last night, norm- it, it was like a really good episode. Like we had like, because uh, normally Jess doesn't know anything about these cases before I tell her. So we didn't want to record it just back to back after a day um i kind of want it maybe some of it to leave her mind so she can come back in it with a bit of a fresh opinion that's what i'm saying yeah so i found this old outline that i wrote for it was supposed to be our fifth episode um but it actually got the same thing happened i used the wrong audio input and i actually learned from that one and i never made that mistake again until last night until you did until you made the mistake again. <laughs> I decided to reuse this uh, outline because I'm going to be honest, I completely forgot I even wrote it. So if I forgot I wrote it, I know you damn well forgot about this story. So it. it's going to be very interesting. Um, it's about two people named Edward and Fred from Uganda. They were wrongfully convicted and it's their story. Uh, this is going to be a very short episode. Back then I was trying to keep the podcast to like half an hour. So I only wrote like a two-page outline, three-page outline. So we're going to start off uh, by taking some dabs. Um, As usual, if you're new here, we like to smoke weed before we talk about it. But we're also just going to talk about life and stuff a little bit before we get into it, since, like I said, this is a pretty short outline. And our Annalise McKell episode was going to be a little longer. So I don't want to not have all this... I don't want it to be like a 20-minute episode. First things first, Chris watched The Big Lebowski. Oh, I guess I did watch The Big Lebowski for the first time. That was a review it. Reviewing or review The Big Lebowski? In your opinion. In my opinion, okay. Yeah, I'd like to hear your stand on it. Well, I like the Coen brothers a lot. Um, it's one of their movies that I haven't seen. And I expected it I knew it was gonna be a comedy. I d- thought it was just about bowling. I just thought it was a movie about bowling. Not that that was bad. I just didn't expect it to be about this big, like, kidnapping plot and, like, ransom, like, murder mystery almost type thing. It was not at all what I expected it to be. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I got a little confused. So you always got to go back, rewatch it, and then, you know, you start to, uh, you see things, I guess. Yeah, it was really good, though. And I love, John Goodman's great. I love John Goodman. I love uh, fucking Steve Donnie. Buscemi, of course, yeah. um, and uh, it's not Jeff Ross. Oh my God, I've made Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. I've made this mistake like ten times. I keep- he's one of the top ten hottest older guys. Yeah, he's in not bad. Movies. 
How? What does he look like now? Because probably the exact same. You think? Yeah. Jeff Bridges. He's always looked like that. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. He looks basically the exact same. He looks like Joe from Walking Dead, the guy that Rick just ate his throat out. We saw that last <laughs> night in The Walking Dead. Kind of, but not really. That guy looks a lot like Gary Busey, in my opinion. Gary Busey. Oh, my God. He, I got to look at him, but he totally does. I was kind of thinking. I was like, this feels like a Gary Busey type. He, like, Wait, is he? Is it Gary Busey? He could be an impersonator. It looks just like him. You're totally right. Too bad Gary Busey is facing sex offense charges. Did yeah, not know Gary that. Gary Busey's a weirdo. I don't support like his weird shit, but I just thought the man looked like him. Yeah, but Big Lebowski was pretty great. Uh, it was also very funny, and it was it was interesting. I what I thought the ending was gonna be is not what I it actually was. Not like in a disappointing way, just in like a. I didn't crack the code, I guess, because it is like a mystery type thing. It was like a somber end with Donnie, you know, and then, um, but I thought the thing with the Nihilists were really funny. Oh, all the German guys. They don't believe in anything. That's a great movie. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Really, I can see why a lot of people put it in like their top tens. You have to watch it at least once in your life just to see it, you know? Speaking of Steve Buscemi, we also watch Reservoir Dogs, and that's something that we've both never seen. I don't know how I've never seen that, because I love Quentin, and it's his first movie. I'm trying to put Dustin on it so bad, but I don't know if he'll watch it, but I'm like, if only you knew the dialogue. Like, come on. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs is really good. Uh, it's also kind of the same thing where I thought I knew it was about like a bank robbery, but it was all really about what happens after. You don't really see... I mean, you see clips of it here and there, but you don't really see a lot of the bank robbery. So it's kind of like Big Lebowski where I had an idea of what some of it was about, like the big chunk, like the bowling thing and like the the bank robbery or the jewelry store heist, not bank robbery. But uh, it was really not... It was more just about the fallout of it, which I really liked and it was really good. And I, it's definitely not like in my favorite of my... Quentin Tarantino movies because he is, I mean, you got... It was literally Among Us. It kind of was Among Us. Yeah, they're it trying to... It was literally s- Among they're Us They're all vibes. trying to suss out the imposter and it's they like were. red, orange, white, pink, brown, blonde. <laughs> they were dick- They were like cutting down to the like last two people and it's like, oh, so much writing on it. It was orange. Orange did it. Yeah. Spoilers for a 1992 movie, three... Let me, let yeah, me look nobody it up. cares. Nobody cares about spoilers. I'm surprised I've never gotten it spoiled for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody that's watched it. I'd have to. Ask. I knew it. 92. God, I'm so smart. I'm just so fucking awesome. I'm so smart, and I'm the best. Um, what else is there really to talk about? I feel like not a lot has happened since we did our last episode. Can you really, hmm. besides us us watching those movies? I mean, we we've been keeping up on Walking Dead. Oh. We watched The Last of Us episode one last night. It was pretty good. You, uh, you um, have never played the game. It's pretty good. Um, the looks of it, the production value, the quality. You know, um, I thought it was really pretty. I'm taking a dab, by the way. I, I'm at Jessica's mic right now. Yeah, he was invading my personal bubble. Yeah, I really liked how faithful it was to the game. If you, you haven't played the game and you don't really know anything about it, but... All I knew was the zombie shit. Like, I knew that it was like a zombie apocalypse type. 
but I didn't know, like, the whole backstory with fucking, you know, the prison and everything. The prison? Like, not the prison. You're thinking of like, Walking the, Dead. No, no, no. It's like a prison, in my opinion, because they couldn't, like, oh, leave at oh, all. Oh, you're talking about, like, the, like, the militarized uh, quarantine zones. Yeah, they, they couldn't leave at all, and it was, like, super weird. I didn't know any Yeah, of that. and then you got the... They're not a terrorist group, per se, but they kind of are, like, the rebellion firefly group. I've seen the... What's it called? The little tag before, but I never really, like, connected two and two to four. <laughs> Dude, I've never heard someone say connected two and two to four. I always, I well, always just heard two did. and two. Well, now you did. All right, I'm going to heat up this dab real quick. And also last night in the episode, we had a second mistake, the Annalise McHale one we recorded. We meant to take dabs, and then the dab ended up being dead. So we didn't. We just started hitting our pens. We didn't really smoke weed. If only, it's one of those moments where we wish we had a camera because I wish y'all could see, like, in my face how furious I get when I go to take a dab and the dab is she dead. She gets, like very like she looks like she's gonna kill some something no i look just irritated because like what the fuck you get this evil devilish look in your eyes like you're about to pounce the eye twitch and shit all right my the puffco's eating up right now mm, that's really good this is um the same wax if you listen to our a lazy sunday episode the bird rat one the same wax we were smoking that time. It's called Lemon Haze by West Coast Trading. The Sativa Shatter. I'm not a big fan of Shatter, honestly, but they had a good deal going, so you bet your ass I'm going to fucking pick it up. All right, well, I just finished taking my dab, so while the e-rig is just cooling down a little bit, I guess we could start this story. I thought we had more to talk about. Uh, I guess our lives are pretty boring. Really, I'm just working all the time. That's all I do. I work, and then I don't work on my off days. And then I work again. All right. So just to um, also mention, uh, because I mentioned this in the last episode, as in the one that got fucked up last night. Um, so our we're going to do a two-part on Annalise McKell after this episode starting next Wednesday. And then we're going to have either a one or two-part. I haven't finished the outline yet, but it's looking like it might be a two-parter on Betty and Barney Hill, um, the first recorded alien abduction story. So we're finally getting into aliens. Some conspiracy. Yes, yeah, some conspiracy for sure. It's really interesting, and I'm having a lot of time. A lot. Uh, Jesus, I'm having a really fun time reading the Interrupted Journey. That's the book that I'm uh, using for research. All right. So this is the story of uh, Edward Edmary Mapaji and his cousin Fred Masambe from Masaka, Uganda. And like I said earlier in the episode, they were wrongfully convicted. Now, because this is an older outline, I didn't really cite my sources back then, and I just kind of happened to stumble upon this. Uh, I know it was a Reddit user, and I do apologize for not being able to credit you. Um, but if I, I tr trust me, if I had it available, I would, because I couldn't find the exact one I use. I found multiple. Um, I should probably just start upvoting anything I use because then I can keep it there. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right. So this took place on June 4th, 1981, like I said, in Masaka, Uganda, when the home of William George Wandiaka was found burglarized with Ugandan shillings and other personal items being stolen. 
Uh, and not the shillings. Yeah, not the fucking shillings. Not the gold doubloons. Oh my god, the fucking doubloons. Oh god. So, not too long later, a body would also be found that uh, was said to be Williams, and it showed signs of beatings and bullet wounds. So, the two main suspects were Edward Ed Mary Mapaji and his cousin Fred Masambe. And a big reason for them being the main suspects is both of the families were currently in a dispute over a uh, plot of land. Is this starting to kind of seem familiar to you or no? Yes, just a little bit. Oh, you're taking your dab right now? Yeah, it tastes Oh shit, lemony. I'll pause it. I'll pause. I didn't know you're taking your dab yet. I loaded it up. It, it tastes... You're taking it. Hey, you're missing out on the smoke. Don't talk. <sighs> Delicious. Don't talk. Keep going, bitch. Jeez, you loaded a big ass dab. Holy shit. It's just like constant fucking clouds. What what is going on? It's like it's like one of those fucking things where the magician pulls like the multicolored like rag infinitely starts coming out his fucking dick hole. Yeah. Go ahead, go for it. So, uh the uh, the body was found on June 4th and on June 5th the next day, Edward and Fred were both arrested and actually their entire family was arrested, but it was only Edward and Fred that were uh held. And they were charged with murder on April 29th, 1982, and they were sentenced to die on October 18th of the following year, 1983. Damn. But, like I said, these two men did not commit the crimes, and they would spend their lives in jail as innocent men. Before being charged with murder, Edward and Fred spent almost a year in pretrial detention, and on April 29th, after being arrested on June 5th of the previous year, so this is April 29th of 1982... They were sent to trial and sentenced to death that same day. So four witnesses took the stand and testified to seeing Edward with a gun and that they saw him burying a body. However, all four of the witnesses were paid off by William's family to frame the two cousins because they did not commit the murders, but they wanted to get revenge on the family because of the land disputes. A big reason that they they could have been for sure, actually the main reason that they were for sure that these two cousins did not commit the murder lying or not because you know you could be lying making up evidence and they could have actually done it in the end right uh william wanyaka wasn't even dead this was all just staged to get back at this family um you bitches pulling the wool over people's eyes you literally just fucking pog faced it was so funny i love doing that because it's hilarious i love making the face so while Edwards was getting tried, well, both of them were getting tried, but Edwards saw William Wandiaka alive watching them both be sentenced to death for his murder. So that's like some fucking movie shit right there. Movie. That's like, that's like a Stephen King book. So they, were, they went to the Luzira's prison and the living conditions there were very awful. For inmates that were on death row, which was both of them, they were cramped at four or five at a time that was meant to hold only one person. And there were no toilets, just one single bucket for everyone to share, and no one was allowed to leave unless it was to empty the bucket. Ew. At least they let you empty the goddamn bucket, though. Yeah, I honestly was thinking, because I'm, I'm just re- remembering it as I go. Because if they were real fucked up, they would let you sit in that. And, Fuck yeah. And hey, just, well, they are know, real fucked up. Don't act like they're they not real fucked up. They are shitting in a bucket. But... That's fucked up, okay? And it's cramped as hell in there. I understand. None of the inmates were told when they were going to be executed. They were just chosen at random in bunches of up to 20 people at a time. So every time that that cell door opened, Fred and Edward both didn't know if it was one or both of their turns to to die, basically. To To be be dead. Yeah. 
Though the sound of prisoners being hung and gasping for air could be heard by the other inmates, and so could the sounds of them being buried, and this was intentional. To scare you. They were fed posh and bean soup once a day, and the drinking water was filled, maybe even intentionally, with bacteria. Each prisoner slept naked and were only given one set of uniforms with no underwear. The lights were never turned off and there were no beds. That's gross. They ain't got no panties on. <sighs> Going commando. That's really bad. You can only imagine the stench in that place. I, I can't imagine it with work, man. I have a very dirty job. I will say that. I'm not allowed to say what He's I do. He's on dirty jobs with that guy. I literally. Who travels America doing. Yeah, actually, dirty my jobs. job was featured on dirty jobs. What's his name? Chris it, works at a cutlery, a meat place. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say where I work for those that are he new. He works on a farm. You know what he does? He milks the cattle for a living. hundred percent. That's all. He's a farm worker. So, guards would beat and taunt the prisoners and would sit there and tell them horror stories about uh, executions, like people surviving and uh, basically just slowly dying. And uh, they would remind them that they were going to be next, even if they weren't next. They would just tell them, like, hey, you're fucking next, which is even worse. To, to be told you're next and then not be next, that's fucking awful. They just keep toying with you. It's total psychological torture. So urine from their bucket would be mixed in with the drinking water, and they were only allowed visits once a month, uh, and in order to deter female visitors, the guards would conduct full body searches, including vaginal, in front of everyone. So this was a way to basically just prevent women from coming and visiting inmates. My God! Yeah, it's really bad. This is it's 1983, by the way. I know it's Uganda, but, you know, 1983. So, Edward and Fred submitted an appeal, but on October 18, 1983, that appeal was denied, and after that, the conditions would stay the same, uh, and it, this led to Fred suffering from malaria and severe stomach issues. Goodness gracious. Edward begged for medical attention for his cousin, but he was told, quote, you are here to be put to death. It's a money, it's a waste of money to treat him. Fred died in 1985, um, with uh, never being able to get let free. That's bullshit because they're still humans. It doesn't, just because they, you know, did or didn't do a crime doesn't mean that, you know, they're not human anymore. That's fucking crazy. So four years later, an Italian priest, Father Agostoni, spotted William alive in a village. And remember, William is the supposed murder victim. So William was hiding in another village uh, named Jinja, and he would only visit his home village, Masaka, at nighttime. So, Father Agostoni wrote a letter claiming that he saw William alive and got uh, 90 other villagers to sign it as, like, a witness, basically. So this was reviewed by the Attorney General, and he concluded that it was authentic, but sadly, the court did not want to publicly admit what they had done wrong, so Edward was still not released. Which is fucking insane to me. I mean, you see shit like that in real, in not in, not in real life. Oh my god, in Chris, the United States. Holy what do you shit! Think this I is? can't even. Where do you think you are right now? <gasps> that dad fucked me up. I won't lie. Uh, no. He's been on the damn games too much, y'all. <laughs> this is what I'm. I saying. was playing Minecraft for like three hours today. In real life. Um, in the United States, the you fuck? see shit like this happen, so. 
<laughs> we can't. We can't get past. You'll never live that down. Anyways. Yeah, he was not released, which is just fucking awful. Because they now they know that this, not only did he not do it, the crime, the crime never even fucking happened. So... So what's the point? Like... It, it, I, I have zero... I do not understand it. No, ma'am. The story was made public regardless due to TV coverage and journalists talking about the case. So even if they let him out or not, it was going to get out that they fucked up. Um, so instead of releasing him, though, all they did was decide him to decide for him to just be not picked to be killed. So he was no longer in the picking to be killed. That's yeah. all they really did. And they slightly improved his living conditions. I guess maybe making it so he couldn't get as many health issues, you know, from drinking the shit water and stuff like that. But the, those living conditions being improved, that didn't even happen until the 90s. He, it's been 10 years at this point, basically. It's just, fuck, this is genuinely a very sad story. And he has to see his cousin die, and he asks for help, and something he knows they didn't do, and they're just treating him like they're nothing. It's really horrible. Like, you see that within a lot of prisons, you know? People not getting medical attention for things they should have, and then they get this ongoing condition in prison that lasts their whole life. It's really disgusting. Like... Everybody has a reason for being there, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I mean, like, I, I will never understand crazy. it. I will never understand it. It wouldn't be until July 12th of 2000, after 18 years locked away for a crime that not only did he not commit, never even took place. And the courts knew this crime never took place. After 18 years, Edward was pardoned, officially declared innocent and was released soon after. However, he received zero compensation, and he never sued them due to being scared to provoke the courts. They said, get fucked, idiot. You get nothing. They do that a lot. You get dick. They do that. They, blah, 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 blah. they no do that. They do that a lot. That's no what. financial compensation for you, your family, any, any of the victims, really. Nothing. I mean, where is the justice, actually? Because it ain't here. Yeah, and not only did he not get any money, um, it, it, like, being released, like, okay, yes, you get to be released, you can be like, okay, who cares if I get money, I'm out, right? Like, you can have that mindset, who cares if I don't get compensation, I'm out, I'm free. It Those was, living conditions, I don't think you would have that mindset, maybe at the end of the day, yeah, because, like, they could have killed you, 100%, but, um... I mean, you get nothing for all of that, and, you know, you know from day one you're innocent, this is bullshit, now I've wasted my entire life in here. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not okay, and that I, it's it wouldn't be very hard to think like that. I'm just saying, like, even if that's what his mindset was, when he got out, his life was completely different, and the entire world was different. Now, this was what, he went from the early 80s to the year 2000, and all, during those 18 years, his family... His family's name was just completely tarnished due to being associated with a convicted murderer, and they had to just move, uh, just completely away. Clean them, wipe themselves off of the situation. So Edward was the one who brought in the money uh, before he was taken away. So when he was arrested, they struggled hard financially, and they dealt with constant ridicule from the community and just overwhelming hatred. Plus, his wife passed away in 1988, and five of his children also passed away. And he is not able to get in contact with his three other children. 
Wow. That's sad. It eight kids, man. After the guerrilla war in 1985, he lost all contact with his family and to this day does not know where they are or if they're even alive. Despite being proven innocent and being set free, he would still live with the stigma of being a death row inmate accused of murder for his entire life because most people just assume the courts did their job properly. Yeah. And some people don't want to accept that and they don't want to, they just, that, that lives with you. Yeah, some of the things that you endure, they just become a part of you at the end of the day. Like, they're going to be a lot more open about, hey, we just caught this murderer, and then they're not going to be as public about, hey, we just released him and he's innocent, you know? So you're going to hear a lot more about the fact that they caught a murderer and not about the fact that they released him because the murder didn't even happen. You got, you they're got, not going to admit and you got, wrong. You got them feeling bad for this family and for this man whose life was supposedly taken away, and then he's just found alive. He's... Edward watched him getting, watched him watching him get sentenced to death for his own murder. Like, as, that's just crazy to me. That is crazy. Um, so despite all the torture that Edward and Fred had to endure because of what William and his family did, Edward was still able to forgive William and he even kept in regular contact. Forgive but not forget, bitch. When Edward asked to meet him in prison to film a video about the abolition of capital punishment, Rumors began to spread around that Edward was just using this as a way to trick William into getting arrested. And this started making William paranoid that Edward just wanted to get him somewhere to kill him. So he ended up cutting all ties with Edward. Um, that's just, uh, just fucking crazy. Uh, so William died in 2002 from AIDS and no one has ever since been punished for the injustices Edward Jesus. and Fred were put through. So none of the family, William's dead. Nothing. Jesus Christ. Today, Edward is still alive at 65 with a new wife and family. He has spent the rest of his life advocating against the death penalty, and he visits death row inmates and teaches them how to read and write. He's even built a school for the children's and families of prisoners. Thanks to all he and other activists have done out there, he, although it's still possible to be sentenced to death, in Uganda, they have never carried out an execution since 1999. And inmates that go three years without being executed get their sentence down to life. Edward now travels around the world attending capital punishment hearings to provide testimony against it and has even testified at the UN. He has maintained his forgiveness to everyone involved in his wrongful conviction up until this day, and he wants to spend the rest of his life trying to make the world a better place. And that's all I have. Like I said, a very short story, but I, I saw it in my Google Docs when I was going to just see if I had anything else. And so these are both, this is a conspiracy as well. It's kind of a conspiracy. It, to me, it's just more of like third world country or like third world country court system, yeah. you know, but you get, you get shit like this in the U.S. too. So exactly. I, it's really not, I guess. I don't know. So that's all I have for Edward and Fred. A uh, very sad story, very interesting, and just a nice short one to hold you guys over for the week. I was debating just waiting a week because I didn't feel like doing the same recording twice in a row. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't want to have to like recreate the conversation either. Yeah, because it, it, after we wait a week, it'll come back naturally. Yeah. If we don't talk about it for a whole week, we'll be able to have 
a new conversation about it. Yeah, because, like, at this point, I know the first half of it. So Yeah, like, you don't know the second half, though. Yeah. And that'll be very... Maybe, honestly, maybe we could just do it in one episode. Maybe. And, and to... Because then it wouldn't be just redoing the same episode, basically. Yeah. I don't know. Could be fun. But look forward to that next Wednesday, guys. That's going to be really fun. That story's fucking... It's... I almost said awesome. It's not awesome. It's just very, very interesting. And it's it's definitely the most fun I've had researching. I read two different books for it. I have like a... My longest uh, page outline was 10 pages for Jerry Brudos. This one's 20. So I'm just starting wow. to get longer and longer with them. And it's... Uh, I'm having more and more fun researching and doing the podcast. Just in general, I think. That's good. I think it's good to have fun with it. And you have been doing a lot of research. It should be noted. Yeah, I hope you're having fun with it too. I hope it's not just me. No, I am, of course. I love hearing new interesting things every day that I could learn off of. Yeah, you don't know a lot of these stories. I mean, you've known... Which, is there... Has there even been one that... I mean, obviously, torture devices, like, you knew about some of them. Like, that's a very... But that's more of just a category of things. Mm. I was actually thinking about writing a torture devices part two for today probably um, because i really do want to do that but we'll just do it at, a, uh, at, at some other point because we yeah. just did it like four weeks ago mm-hmm. <sighs> all right well guys thank you so so much for listening uh just a little short episode like i said sorry if if anyone was actually excited to hear the annalise mckell I was. You got played. I'm fucking pissed. I got played too. You played yourself. I did play myself. I didn't do a fucking test. We did do a test this time. Actually, halfway through this story, I had to pause it because I got paranoid that it was going to like fuck up and I had to listen to it. So there might be like a weird ass like tone shift because I took like 30 seconds. Like it was in the middle of me saying something like between two sentences. I was like, you know what? I should probably check. And then I took, I took like 30 seconds or a minute to check. So there's like probably this really abrupt total shift of tone in my voice like halfway through. But that's totally fine. Nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, no one cares. No one even listens to us anyways. People do, you loser. <laughs> but those of you who do listen to us, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed it, or if you enjoyed the show, if you're new here, or if you just haven't yet, rate us five stars on whatever you're listening to spotify apple Podcasts, audible amazon music deezer pandora anything we're there and um yeah really guys thank you so so much uh you can contact us find all our information our episodes anything like that on our website theccacpodcast.com and you can also contact us and follow us on instagram at ccacpodcast and uh, if you want to send us any kind of emails, like maybe perhaps a story for us to read, listener emails, you can contact us through our website, or you can just email us at contactccacpodcast at gmail.com. Um, that's really all we have, I guess. I'm pretty fucking high off that dab, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I gotta eat a little snack or else I'm gonna throw up. I'm very... You wanna get some food? Okay, we'll get some food. Alright, well, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this just quick, short episode. Well, let's see how long it is. It's 35 minutes before I edit it. Probably be like 25 to 30 minutes after. Just a nice quickie. A quickie all over your guys' faces. Alright, thank you guys so much. Just the guys only. All in your ears. Just for the men. (laughs) Right. 
Alrighty. Bye. Bye.